0: this week, my guest is artist and musician Katie McCrimmon. Katie is a musician in the metal band The Convalescent, so if you're a metal fan, you might know who they are. They're a very theatrical metal band, so they'll have their face paint and a lot of melodic tunes. She plays keyboard, which is really cool. Uh, interesting instrument that she has to play. She also does fantastic art and jewelry. Um, she actually makes art from the used guitar strings from the band which is, I think, an amazing way to repurpose and sell merch while you're out on the road. In this episode, this was recorded live at the Hops and Arts Festival in Petticulous Brewery as well. In this episode, we talk about being in a metal band, um, her art, and then we get into her fear of being lost in space. So let's get into the interview right now with Katie McCrimmon. All right, my next guest is artist Katie McCrimmon. You can find her upstairs here at the Cutlass Brewery. She's got some fantastic jewelry up there. Katie, how are you doing tonight?
1: So far, so good.
0: So far, so good? Yeah, can't complain. Are you a rain fan or are you anti-rain?
1: I love rain, except when I have to drive in it.
0: Okay. I'm not a driving-in-the-rain person either. Like I feel like when you're on the road... Like, it gets harder to see. Like, I don't understand how the stripes on the road at night can be so clear and bright. But if it's raining,
1: you can't see invisible. Yeah. And then not only that, but I don't trust other drivers. So it's just like absolute paranoia the entire time.
0: Okay. So how did you get into jewelry and art and things like that?
1: Well, ever since I was a kid, I'd always have to be doing something with my hands. I'd always be making something, creating something. Over the years, my jewelry inventory has expanded from, you know, little plastic beads, glass beads to uh, polymer clay. Mm -hmm. um stone um guitar string i like to upcycle and recycle use guitar string not only that but i also uh have recently started working with uh with uh, ethically sourced animal bones
0: that's awesome is that what's going on here around your neck is that an animal bone oh
1: yeah so my necklace actually has a funny story to it okay um i also play in a touring band called the convalescence i'm the keyboardist okay and we tour in a school bus that we renovated So, at you know, springtime rolls around and we were cleaning out the bus to get ready for a spring tour and my bunk was completely chewed up. The mattress was done for, it was like a nice big foam mattress, done for because this asshole chewed through my bunk, made a nest, and then died in it.
0: Okay, so I'm guessing this is a rat of some sort. It's a mouse, yeah. Okay, it's a a mouse. mouse.
1: So I now have a field mouse skull as my necklace piece because he... You can't hear? Oh.
0: Can, can you hear me? Okay, what about can her? Can you
1: hear me? A little bit better? Okay. I okay, can hear little my little headphones, closer. so it
0: makes it a little challenging. Okay. Okay. A little sure. better? Better?
1: Okay, I think so. They want more. I, I can hear a little bit. They of want it. more,
0: so we'll get no, them I can more. can hear myself. Okay. <laughs> you can hear We always hear ourselves though. That's the whole thing too is it's like theater a,
1: voice. It's okay.
0: You are you're in theater?
1: I did theater in high school, yeah. That's kind of I think why I, I chose the band that I'm in because we do very uh uh, you know, very eclectic piece of uh, stage theatrics. We use the corpse paint, fake blood, okay. animal bones, the works. So you're kind of like a
0: new modern day KISS army kind of
1: yeah, a lot of people have said that before. We're like, well, I mean, we'd love to be kissed because they were great businessmen, great marketers and they got their name on everything and mm-hmm. they became very successful.
0: Yeah. But, you know, that's the, the there, there's a fun part of it too. Like the, even maybe if you don't reach that level of international recognition or fame there's still the fun part of doing all that stuff
1: oh yeah like I mean for me touring being on the road and stuff like that it's because it's it's fun it's getting to wake up in a new place every day Mm -hmm. and have different experiences
0: so when the band came around what made you choose Keyboard
1: I've always been playing piano since I was a kid. Okay. So that's kind of just one of those things. I was, you know, very good at just writing music on keyboards. Then the band was like, hey, we'd like to add a keyboardist in the mix. I'm like, all right, I got this.
0: I'm your girl. Yeah.
1: And the one thing also with my jewelry is the fact that, like, on the road, if I ever need to make side cash, selling my jewelry on the road has actually been one of the ways that I've been able to sustain myself because living on the road is sometimes it can be difficult, it can be tough, but having another means of income has. Really been beneficial in the long term, yeah.
0: and it's it's a unique merch that only you can provide. Like it's not a it's not a band T-shirt that they could go to Hot Topic and get.
1: Exactly. Plus, I used um, all the uh, guitar strings. Like when the guys are changing out the guitar strings, I take the used ones, clean them up, and actually I can wire wrap and add different things to the strings and make little necklace pendants.
0: That's awesome. So
1: it's it's been an interesting way to combine both my both my. Yeah, passions. It's a really cool memory
0: of merch memory. Like if they they go to a concert, they could have actual guitar strings that the band used. Yep. As a as a as a new necklace piece or whatever design you wanted to do. Pretty
1: much, yeah. That's
0: such a that's such a unique thing. Like I don't know how y'all just don't do that. Like that should just all be your merch. Is that recyclable? Like moments from the concert that you can take home with you.
1: Once in a while, we will auction off certain pieces of, like, maybe a a band member's, like, item of clothing that they wore on stage for a specific tour. Other times we'll have, like, like, we use a lot of, like, animal skulls and animal Mm -hmm. bones for our stage props. Sometimes I'll take the teeth. And, uh, you know, make a necklace piece out of that, and then we'll auction it off and sell it that way. And it's, I mean, it works out well to be creative mm-hmm. in that artistic aspect yeah. to also help out the band in that way, too.
0: What has been the, your favorite band to tour with? Like,
1: Oh, my gosh. Someone asked me that question not too long ago, and I'd have to say it would be Testament.
0: Okay. Testament's awesome.
1: Because they're, I mean, they're an amazing band. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, legendary in and Very. of themselves. But they're all just really down to earth. Like yeah. we were very concerned they'd be like all like oh up in their tour bus. But no, they were very sociable. We hung out with yeah. them, shared beers with them, talked to them. They just it was a really really good experience to have that.
0: I believe they referred to themselves as three fat guys that rock. At one point in time, when I was I, I used to listen to metal when I was in high school and oh, stuff. Really? So I so I used to listen to K and Win and Rockman Radio way back in the day. Oh nice. And so they would play Testament, and I believe some like in some form or fashion somebody said that they referred to themselves as three fat guys who rock and i just laughed at that because it's like that's such a fun way to describe yourself you know is to say you know we'll own who we are you know we're not going to try to pretend to be you know too heavy or anything we just it's what we are
1: i've never heard that phrase before but uh, i mean if someone's able to identify themselves in a certain way and they roll with it yeah hey that's awesome
0: well that's awesome so So what other show? like, where other, like, venues have you, who else have you performed with besides Testament and stuff like that?
1: Um, we've played with Otep, we've played with Sepultura, Prong, Goat Whore, Venom Inc. We've toured with, um, Cryptopsy, Discord, Surreption, Rings of Saturn, um, Those Who Fear, As Blood Runs Black, um, Six Feet Under, like, the list goes on and on. Yeah. I think one of the best ones, though, is that we're able to do, like, big festivals. Yeah. Where on these big, big festivals, we've been able to open for Disturbed, We've been able to open for Slipknot. We've been able to open for, I mean, huge, huge bands. Yeah. So it's it's been a good experience.
0: That's awesome. Have you gone overseas? Like, have you gone, done anything in Europe? Or?
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, before the whole pandemic hit, like, the last tour we actually did was in 2019 in Europe with Six Feet Under.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because the metal scene here is, is one thing, but you go to Europe, that is...
1: It's it's such a night and day difference. Prime example would be, like, in the States. Oh, yeah, you've got catering. Here's a $5 hot and ready in Europe. Oh, we've got catering. Here's a, a tray of meats and cheeses. We've got some vegan options. We've got some juice. We have this. And this is only the lunch tray. For dinner, you're going to have a nice cooked, home-cooked meal. You're going to have a salad and also other vegan options, too. Yeah like it's it's a night and day experience like yeah. don't get me wrong the states were treated really well but europe is like next level because yeah. they they have the funding they have the appreciation of the arts yeah. that the states doesn't really they have it but not quite there yet
0: yeah and it's just it's one of those things where i feel like there are other mu- there's so many other music venues in the states that Europe just basically latched on to metal and black, dark metal, black metal and stuff like that and yep. made it their, made it their, like, I would say their hip hop, their, that's their, that's their, their bread, bread and butter. Yeah. yeah,
1: bread and butter. Yep.
0: So yeah, I, I, I totally think that would be amazing to do like the, you know, the Euro tour and things like that to be able to go see such old, like old villas and like Scotland, Sweden all these like really old cradle of life civilization like all this really cool scenery and then also oh yeah we're just gonna play music with some of the the hottest metal bands this kind the world's ever known
1: no I I think that's one of the best parts is with music I've been able to travel the world and see so much that I never would have expected to see and it's not that I'm going there to be a tourist it's I'm there to do a job, a really kick-ass crazy job, but Mm -hmm. it's it's a job nonetheless, and I absolutely love it. And yeah, being able to see huge cathedrals being able to see you know ancient structures being able to just be immersed in a culture in a very unique and different way than just yeah being a tourist i think that's one takeaway that i absolutely love about traveling Mm -hmm. with the band in general really have
0: you written any of the songs that the band use like are you like one of the song singers like songwriters for the
1: yeah actually all the keyboard parts for every single album track i Mm -hmm. i do the uh the keyboard parts for just
0: keyboard Mm -hmm. okay i didn't know if you had actually written a whole like song that everybody is the
1: whole song no the guitarists write the guitar parts the bass player okay. writes the bass part the drummer writes the drum parts I do the keyboards the vocalist writes all the lyrics so we all have our own little thing that we do <laughs> and since we're all spaced out across the entire US we've got two in Michigan two in Ohio and then two in Texas we usually just have to work online. Mm -hmm. and send tracks back and forth to one another. That's actually what we were doing during the pandemic. We were writing an album and actually next month we're going to go to the studio and actually wrap it all up together and get it done.
0: So what's that like to to take what you... Have y'all ever... Have y'all like online... Do y'all try to combine and do everything on...
1: Um, We've never done, like, a cool. like a live jam session online, but okay. we'll write the tracks. Like, the guitarist will write the stuff, the drummer will write his stuff, then they'll send it to me, I'll write the keyboard stuff, they'll okay. add in the bass, then the vocals, and then that's how we'll do our pre-production. That's usually the typical setup of how we do it.
0: So are you jealous of the vocalists when they just have to pack up their microphone after a gig and everybody else has to, like, go all these case upon cases of stuff? To... Well,
1: I'm not jealous <laughs> of the drummer. I'll just say that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because my friend's a bassist, and so he would like he's like, man, we all hated the vocalist because every time we we're done with the gig, they're like, um, pack a little mic, whoop, see you guys next week, and then oh, the rest yeah. of the guys are loading the van. And
1: no, he, he has a he has a stressful enough job as it is. He's usually the one booking and managing us. So if he just packs up his mic and goes about his business that's completely fine because he has a lot of stuff that he does behind the scenes that I totally respect.
0: He is the front man in more ways than just singing.
1: Yes, exactly. So it's like, yeah, pack up your mic, go send those emails out, do (laughs) your thing, you're fine. Yep, exactly. Wherever
0: Wherever you need us next, we'll be there.
1: Exactly.
0: So you have a very interesting fear, which is you have a fear of being lost in space.
1: Yeah. I know that sounds completely ridiculous, (laughs) but I saw this one sci-fi movie years ago called Sunshine, and then I recently saw this other one called Galaxy of Horrors, and it was basically this one person in a spacesuit watching their spaceship crumble. There's no way they can communicate with another spaceship. Their oxygen is going to run low, and they're just out there floating in this vast black abyss Mm -hmm. with no help no means of getting anywhere. You're just lost out in space. And, I mean, yeah, I really don't think commercial space travel is going to ever happen in my lifetime. I hope it does, because that would be really awesome a Vacation on the Moon. But I think just with those sci-fi movies, it really makes you think about different possibilities. And I hope that never happens to me. But if I was stuck in that situation, just being absolutely... Trapped, but not trapped in in an enclosed space, but trapped in a vast space with nothingness. Yeah. Nothing you can go to, no one who can call for help, nothing you can do to be resourceful about the situation. I think that's my biggest fear. And it's not necessarily just being in space, but like I said, like being stuck in a situation where you have no resources to get out. That's, I think, my biggest fear. And
0: you just have time. All you have is time. Time to to notice
1: your oxygen tank running low. Time to realize you're running out of water. Time to realize all these things that you could have, should have, would have done differently. But nope, now you're just floating out there somewhere.
0: I like how you're still on board with space travel, even though that is your fear. Like, you're like, you know what? I still would do the space travel. I just hope that I'm not the unlucky one.
1: Exactly. Like, I would someday, but I just hope that doesn't happen.
0: (laughs) So where did this fear... So you watched the show. How long ago was this?
1: Oh, God, it must have been quite a few years ago. But most recently, I saw that galaxy of horrors. I mean, of course, pandemic, we just watched a bunch of movies and TV Mm -hmm. shows. So I started just browsing different sci-fi movies, and I came across that one and was like, Oh, my God, I never want that to happen to me, ever.
0: (laughs) So have you thought about writing songs about, like, kind of that maybe being that trapped...
1: Maybe I mean it would probably take on a, a more metaphorical perspective mm-hmm. instead of actually literally being out in yeah. space, running out of oxygen. But I think that would be an interesting concept because I think that just o- on a basic level, people can relate yeah. to being trapped, alive, and not having resources. Yeah, it's
0: like be- being buried alive, or
1: yeah, exactly.
0: So you could. I, I just feel like that's such a it's such a great song because it's you, you can either raise or lower the tension based on where you are in the phase of it like because it can go it would it could go up back up and back down as you're as you get to acceptance and
1: Well I mean it would kind of mirror the uh, the five stages of grief mm-hmm. the 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 shock the anger the bargaining the depression yeah. the acceptance of it yeah
0: or You could do a whole album and just have each song represent one stage
1: I mean I do have a solo project as well that I'm trying mm-hmm. to get off the ground so yeah That's I mean, awesome I might I might segue into that
0: so is that some like is just just solo keyboard?
1: Yeah, I'm just keyboard and vocals, little you know drum tracks and little like, background things that I've done myself. But it's just something that I guess on the uh, other end of the spectrum of what I can do because everyone mm-hmm. knows me for playing you know being a death metal keyboardist, but I can also you know do very soft melodic pieces mm-hmm. that still have a lot of um, a lot of emotion behind them. Okay,
0: so what? So where do you get your key for your solo project? Where your what are your influences coming from?
1: Um, honestly, I'd have to say my biggest influence is this uh, Italian composer. His name is Ludovico Einaudi. Mm-hmm. He just writes very just moving piano pieces. Very simple, but um, just very, very haunting. Very nice. Um, of course, I'm a huge fan of uh, like children of um, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah other bands like that and um so i kind of draw of course massive attack um you know like trip hop kind of stuff yeah just for like the simple like piano beats that can come through i i try to get my inspiration from a little bit of everything because yeah i mean one little thing might spark something totally different
0: it's interesting i guess because you may your solo project may not want to be death metal it may be something more
1: it's going to be totally different than death metal yeah
0: i was like because sometimes you would just want to grow your wings and say i there are other venues of keyboard that I could, you know, that I could do with something more classical.
1: Exactly, yeah, something a little bit more versatile than what I had been doing.
0: And, that's, and it's fun to just kind of go back to your piano your background and get mm-hmm. to like the, you know, the classics and.
1: Oh yeah, I, I was trained. Well, I wasn't classically trained, but I, I did play a lot of classical music growing up. So I think that's what kind of influenced me to write the way I do, especially with death metal a lot of people just think it's a lot of noise but when you actually break down the music it's a lot of harmonization it's a lot of music theory very complex yep. music theory and timing that has to come together in just the right way to make the song what it is yeah. and I consider it modern classical music because of how complex some of these songs can be structured
0: yeah, that's I, why I like it Yeah, I I'll, like I said I grew up with metal and stuff so I, I had a lot of anger from being <laughs> short in stature and picked on so I resonated a lot with metal because it was a lot of it was a lot of pain, you know, and, and things like that. So I totally resonated with those feelings, and so I totally get like the whole the harmonization and you know just trying to you know making all these little pieces fit and mm-hmm. trying to trying to do something different because after a certain amount of time you've got to you've got to try different chords, you've got to try different beats, you've got to try like Slipknot is. Is organized chaos?
1: Oh, I love Slipknot. They're one of my favorite bands, and I think honestly, Slipknot is one of the uh, bigger influences on the band in what we're doing because we do the the corpse paint, we do the fake blood, we do the whole, you know, stage uniform, we do the theatrics, we do all of that because it just, we don't want to just go on stage and be some guys in jeans and t shirts. We want to actually put on a show, we want to make it memorable because exactly like you said a lot of people gravitate towards the metal genre because it speaks to them in ways because they're rejected by society they're you know talked down upon They're they just don't feel that they have their niche or their 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 place to fit in whereas metal everyone can be involved everyone's invited and i think that that's why i want to continue playing metal because i also had similar situations i was a little bit of an outcast and i i just wanted to be accepted for who i was and metal accepted me and i can actually now write music and have that to hopefully give that hope to somebody else at some yeah. point.
0: Metal to me is repressed is what I is what I call it is it's a, it's a repressed pain because it's you're screaming because you've been pushed down so much. It's just it's a it's yeah. it's, a, it's a visceral reaction to the situation the, to the no win situation you face.
1: Yeah, and especially like at live shows, like I can I can count. Countless of times where a lot of people have said, like, Oh, I had a shit day, but I went to your show and everything's better yeah. or like, Oh, your album got me through like the roughest time of my life. Like just hearing things like that make it worth it to me and yeah. I know the rest of my bandmates feel the same way. We're out there for a reason for a yeah. purpose because people love what we do. Like if we were there for the money and for the fame, no, it's that's that's not it. It's we're for in the a fans that love us. it. I've- yeah.
0: We are at a school bus.
1: Yeah. We, we tour in a big black school bus. We got a new one and we're really excited to try it out for this year. We do have some shows coming up in um, July. We've got a full tour coming up in August and some big festivals in September. We're actually going to be playing incarceration fest up in Mansfield, Ohio. That one already sold out. Like I'm like completely mind blown yeah. about it being sold out already.
0: Are you going, there's like a big one in Kentucky too, I believe. Like,
1: um, I don't remember what that one is, but I know that there's also, like, Blue Ridge Rockfest. We played that one a few years ago. That one was fantastic. There's going to be Warlando coming up in Florida. That one's going to be with Judas Priest. So I'm definitely looking forward to that.
0: Awesome. Well, I thank you for doing this. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh, Social media, you can look up my personal page. My name is Katie McCrimmon, or my personal is um, Katie Sarah. I go by my first and middle names vice versa and um of course also i'm here because i make jewelry i do custom orders so you can find me on chaotic creations that's uh, my facebook name for my jewelry business um definitely look up the band on spotify itunes we have albums on amazon we've got a bunch of merch on big cartel just look up the convalescence you'll be able to find that link too
0: awesome well thank you for doing this katie wish you the best of luck round of applause for katie ladies and gentlemen
1: Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me out. And this is definitely spontaneous and unexpected, and I like it.
0: Rock on. So that was Katie. Um, She's a fantastic creative, uh, fun conversation, and amazing musician. I love that she has all these little avenues of creativity. I'm very intrigued by her fear. I feel like it's almost like abandonment. Because I would think being lost in space would be kind of like more than you could, I can mentally process. Just knowing <clears throat> that it's over and that you have this infinite abyss and that there's no hope and within this infinite abyss of being saved or returned. That would be something I would think would be something more than my mind could ever process. Uh, check out Katie. Um, on Facebook at Katie Katie Sarah, Katie McCrimmons. Um You can check out the band The Convalescence as well. Um, right now, I think one of the musicians is uh, having to pass a kidney stone, so wish them the best in that situation. That's never a fun time. Also, check out her art at Chaotic Creations at C-H-A-O-T-I-C. Creations. I will post the links in the show notes to that Facebook as well. You can also check out The Convalescence. Their band is at facebook.com, The Convalescence. That's T-H-E-C-O-N-V-A-L-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. Check them out, and hopefully we'll get them. they'll get back on tour soon, and you can catch them at a live show if you like metal music. If you don't, give it a listen. Maybe you maybe you don't realize how cool metal can be. I grew up on it myself, so I am always always a fan of metal music. So, as well as others, like I love rap. I love all kinds of music for the most part. Outside of I would say like pop, not Papa Roach, but uh, Cottonmouth Kings and things like that. That's not my speed, but maybe it is yours. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, I appreciate all you listening. If you like what you hear, leave a review on Apple, iTunes, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, just leave a review. It helps the visibility of the show. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody that came out this weekend to Fort Worth with me and Liz Mealy. (laughs) I have probably been pronouncing her name wrong in previous episodes. It is Mealy. Um, We'll have, we're having one more show today at Sunday, and so I will be a busy man. I'm recording this in the morning to get up and out, because I'm also hosting a Dave & Buster's Cowboys Watch Party in Arlington, Texas. And so, looking forward to that. Also, looking forward to the show tonight. Uh, last night, I sold all my t-shirts that I sold at comedy shows, so I'm pretty, pretty in awe right now. It was a great weekend in Fort Worth. I hopefully can get one more in before the year's out. Um, if you can, check me out at Ryan Perio. I'm going to try to do more fun stuff with the internet. Because that's how old I am that I call it the internet. I don't call it Instagram or Tinder or whatever you guys see things on. Um, I sold 720. That was awesome. Not 720 shirts, but 36 shirts, and it was it was a fun time, and I, I appreciate everybody. We all went out, me, Cheyenne, and Liz went out for tacos afterwards. Cheyenne will be a future episode of this podcast we interviewed yesterday, and so I'm looking forward to posting that. We'll have more interviews here soon. I'll have another interview next week. I'm almost done with all the, the Hops and Arts Festival live shows. I got a couple more and I need to reach out to find someone that I felt didn't get enough time to really showcase what they wanted to talk about. So I want to give them an opportunity to to interview. So more interviews in the can. Um, Got more coming up. I got a couple more next Saturday. I'm going to try to do a couple almost every Saturday just to kind of build up my stockpile of interviews. I've got a few left, but we'll keep it going. I, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening to Some of All Fears podcast. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh20. Get it? H20 like water. You can also follow him on Facebook, music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olsen for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at GunBuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, GunnarOlsen.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, Give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there, and you can check me out at RyanPerio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well it's been kind of spotty because as soon as i set it up that's when the pandemic happened and everything's kind of just in a in a holding pattern thanks again for listening to the sum of all fears podcast next week we'll have another guest with another fear thanks for listening